Hello, everybody. Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is the MIE Spotlight Series podcast, the official home for the Microsoft Innovative Educator Community. And before we get into our show, I want to say congratulations to everybody out there who was recently accepted into the 2018-2019 MIE program. I am so excited and so honored to one more time be a member of the MIE program. I want to know what you guys are doing out there. If you were accepted into the MIE program, let us know where you are. Certainly reach out to us over on TeacherCast. We would love to hear from you guys. And let us know what you're going to be doing this year with your school and your students. We have a great show for you today. Today we're going to be doing our first of three very special podcasts live from the ISTE conference. Um, in early j- July, we had our fantastic ISTE conference where 23,000 educators got together and the Microsoft Education booth was booming with lots of great stuff from new Surface tablets to STEM education to updates from Office 365 to robots. We even got a chance to take a picture with a llama. There was a lot of great stuff that was going on there. And for the next three episodes of our MIE Spotlight Series podcast, we're going to be bringing to you great interviews all from the floor at the ISTE conference. If you are listening to this on Saturday morning, August 4th, I want to welcome you and remind you guys that today we are having an amazing event sponsored by Microsoft Education, a back-to-school event sponsored by Microsoft Education. Lots of great stuff that's going to be happening over there. I want you guys to check out the great resources that's happening over at education.microsoft.com. Of course, other great things that are going to be happening here in the world of Microsoft Education. We have our next tweet meet on August 21st at 10 a.m. Pacific time. There's going to be a Twitter chat focusing on assisting educators and instructional technology on school and classroom setup to prepare everybody for the brand new school year. So check that stuff out. A brand new tweet meet over on Twitter on August 21st. There's, of course, several great ways that you can reach out and be a part of this and all of our MIE Spotlight Series podcasts. You can find our entire archive over at teachercast.net slash MIE audio and all of our Video interviews are going to be over on teachercast.net slash M-I-V-E video. And, of course, you can find all of our archives to subscribe to at teachercast.net slash M-I-E spotlight, where you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Citra Radio, and everywhere your podcasts are. Today, I want to introduce a a fantastic interview that we did at the ISTE conference. As I said, one of three great interviews. Today we're going to be talking to two great members of the Minecraft team. We're going to be talking to Sarah from the Minecraft team and also Trish Cloud from the Charlotte Mecklenburg School System, a fantastic teacher who uses Minecraft education in her classroom. And she's going to be talking about some of the new adventures that students can be going on with the brand new aquatic update. Lots of great stuff, a huge buzz this year over at ISTE on behalf of everything happening over at the Minecraft education team. And right now we're going to pass it over to our interview from the ISTE conference. Stick around for the end. We're going to tell you about some of the great stuff happening this morning on August 4th, live from the Microsoft education headquarters. 
We are here live from ISTE 2018. We are here at the Microsoft Education booth, and we're here with Sarah and Trish, and we're talking all about Minecraft. How are you today, Sarah? I am doing fabulously today at ISTE. Second day of ISTE 2018. Second day of ISTE. Is this your first ISTE conference? It is. What do you think? 20,000 educators all here to celebrate education. It's pretty exciting. There's nothing better than a whole bunch of teachers really excited to hang out with one another and learn more about how they can use tech in their classrooms. And you know what they're all excited about today? Probably the Update Aquatic for Minecraft Education Edition. Talk to us a little bit about that. <laughs> what is going on? So we launched a brand new update for the game um, a couple of weeks ago. It's called the Update Aquatic. So we're filling, finally filling the oceans of Minecraft with marine life. Um, everything from dolphins and fish to kelp and... Uh, and shipwrecks and treasure chests. So now students can not only build above water, they can go underwater and construct coral reefs and explore shipwrecks and underwater monuments. It's really, really exciting. That sounds absolutely amazing. What are you seeing people build with this? Yeah, so we're seeing a lot of students and teachers use some of the coding functions in Minecraft Education Edition to actually code coral reefs. And so we've got a couple of lessons that we released uh, to support this and to help teachers get started with the update, um, where students can actually use functions and coding loops to seed coral reefs on shipwrecks, just like in the real oceans, when uh, marine biologists actually use existing wrecks underwater um, to help coral reefs get started. Now, it's pretty exciting everything that has happened with Minecraft over the last couple years. Let's back all the way up to the beginning here, because many teachers are still looking at this going, what is this Minecraft thing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Talk to us a little bit about what is Minecraft. Um, what is it? Yeah, so, so Minecraft is a game about placing and breaking blocks. It is an open world game uh, where the only limit is really your imagination. Mm -hmm. So you can explore, you can play in creative mode where you've got essentially unlimited materials and you can build fantastic things uh, using electric circuits with redstone, uh, using all sorts of amazing materials. You can build anything from a house to a, a mine to the Taj Mahal. Um, you know, to your heart's desire. And then there's survival mode where you can play um, during a day-night cycle. You have to manage your health and resources and, of course, fight the monsters that come for you when it turns to night. And so, um, so the game has uh, tons and tons of different options for playing. And, um, and for the classroom, we have Minecraft Education Edition, which gives teachers uh, unlimited possibilities for teaching across subject areas across grades uh, using Minecraft. And many people are wondering, how do you start using Minecraft? And it really is a three-part uh, journey, right? You play, mm -hmm. you craft, and then you learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so uh, we developed My Minecraft Education Edition a couple of years ago uh, to support teachers in the classroom. And so it's essentially the same game, it's Minecraft, but with, te with special features that have been designed with and for educators. So features like the camera and portfolio that help educators and students document their work in the game. Mm -hmm. So the camera allows you to take a photo in the game of something that you built and then maybe submit it for your homework 
work or um, or to show in a presentation what you've built to other students. And what website can people go to to learn more information about this? They can visit the Minecraft Education website, which is education.minecraft.net. Now, you brought a teacher with you today that's been using Minecraft. Why don't you introduce who we have here? Yeah, so this is one of our Global Minecraft mentors, Trish Cloud. The Global Minecraft mentors are a group of over 300 teachers, K through 12, media specialists, librarians, higher educators, um, who are teaching with Minecraft um, in over 70 countries. So Trish is one of our star mentors um, out of North Carolina, and I'm so happy that she's here with me today. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Trish. What do you do? I work for Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools, and up until this past February, uh, for the past nine years, I had been a technology teacher for K-5 schools in Huntersville, North Carolina, which is part of Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools. And I was using, I started using Minecraft about seven years ago. I started with an after-school Minecraft club. That was to prove to my administration and my teachers that it was popular and that it was doable. Since then, I've integrated it more and more into curriculum. And with Minecraft Education Edition, I was just able to take the classroom stuff that I did and the lessons I created, I was able to take them to the next level with my students. Now, you had said that you're using it in your curriculum. And many school districts are thinking about Minecraft, but they're not quite sure where it fits in because as you started off the definition, it's a game. So give us an example of how you're using using Minecraft in your classroom. Okay. The Right off the top of my head, I used it with fifth grade social studies okay. because in North Carolina, just like in every state in the United States, you have to learn about the settlers settling the coast of, and it just happens to be north of me in Virginia. So I built a map where the students spawned, which means comes into the game on a ship and then they have to get off the ship and get to shore and find a treasure chest I've left for them that has some tools. The thing that I don't tell them until they spawn is that they're in survival mode. Oh. Because before this, for background work, they have to spend quite a bit of time doing research from reputable websites, finding out who went to Jamestown, why did they go to Jamestown, what was their purpose, uh, what did they bring with them? I mean, did they bring their chest of drawers or did they just bring their clothes? Did they bring animals with them? What did they bring and what were they doing? What was the weather like there and how did they relate to the Native Americans? Once they're there, there is one leader of the group. It is their job to assign jobs. And what has to happen then is in survival mode, they have to build the Jamestown colony before cold weather sets in. And what they learn in this is that there are some people who are really good at surviving. There are some people who are not. They have to help those people. They have to do their jobs. They have to find food. And what's really cool is when you see a group of kids all at once all stand up and scream, the sun's going down, everybody go to bed, because that causes the night cycle to move forward so that they can get up, have more XP, and keep working. So, so you just said a lot right there, and I, I want to make sure that everybody's kind of following on this. When you're working with your students, 
keeping in mind that, as you said here, Minecraft is an expansive world type of a game. Are you having all of your students on one world, or does no. every student have their own platform? What I do with this particular lesson is this lesson, the leader of the group is running what we call the server. And it is a world that is just them and the members of their team. I can run a world where I run it from my computer where the entire class is in my room. Or if they're working individually, they can work individually from their computer. So in this case, it was divided into four. And that, that is one of the unique things about Minecraft Education Edition is that we have a pretty secure login system. In order to play, you need to have an Office 365 mm -hmm. for education account. And so students aren't playing with strangers on the internet, they're playing with their class. Exactly. Really and that's important to bring up about the ways that we can connect here. Now, I've seen Minecraft be used on computers. Yes. I've seen Minecraft be used on platform devices. Are these the same? No, well, Minecraft Education Edition right now is only available on Windows 10 and Mac OS operating systems. And so um, so those are the platforms that, that our product's available on. The, the game Minecraft, the commercial version, is available on over 20 other platforms. That's pretty awesome. Yes. Now, what else are you doing with your kids? How are you seeing your students learn through this? Because I, I want to really make sure mm -hmm. that we hammer this home. This right. is not playing a game. This is revive, uh, living the curriculum. Exactly. And, and part of what they had to do after they finished the build and when the time was up for their build, I would tell each group, if the walls of their fort weren't ready, I told them as a party they did not survive. And then they had reflections they had to do. What was this like? Was it, What was your experience like? What did you learn? And what would you recommend to the next group who comes behind you? And it was so cute. A lot of them said, I'm living history. I've read about Jamestown. We read about Jamestown in class, but I'm actually seeing what it was like here. And, she's, and she also said, I tend to be a loner. I tend to work by myself. I had to learn to get along with other people. And then they would also said, particularly boys would say, don't goof around, get it built so that your team survives. Do what you're supposed to do so that your team survives. Now, all of that sounds amazing. But as somebody who doesn't play Minecraft, that sounds very much over my head as a beginner. Where do I start? Like if I was coming into this new school year, I got Minecraft Education Edition, where do I start? You go to the website. Go to the website. What is the website? Education.minecraft.net. And one, at the top, there is a tab there where teachers can pull down and find lessons. There are over 300 or 400 lessons in there. And they search by age group, by topic, by whatever they want to look for. And then they can look through and the mentors who put lessons in or other educators who put lessons in. Nine times out of ten, you're going to have a map attached to it, so you don't have to worry about building anything. And there are also standards and a rubric. So, I, 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 knowing this is a Minecraft show, I want to bring up a good friend of ours here on the Minecraft team, an MIE, Steve Isaacs. And the nice thing I like about what Steve does is he not only does it with his students, but he does it with his kids. Mm -hmm. And I find that Minecraft is one of those great applications that is inter 
inter-family, uh, right? Like you can yep. totally use this with mom, dad, kids, the whole concept. Mm -hmm. It's all, it's immersive learning right there. Exactly. And we actually have every Monday, we post an activity of the week. And these are really short 20, 30 minute lessons or activities that you could do with your own kids at home. If you're yep. a teacher, you could do them in your classroom. If it's the end of the school year and your students are getting a little antsy and you need some kind of last minute lessons, um, they include things like build a tree house or build a campsite in Minecraft, um, create a self-portrait using all the different color blocks in Minecraft. And so they're really creative lessons. They still build those 21st century skills that we talked about, like problem solving and collaboration. And they're so, such small chunks. Mm -hmm. This is a great training ground for teachers. If yeah. you don't feel like you've got the Minecraft skills, it's a good place for you to start where you can practice. And when you accomplish a build on your own for the first time, that's like, yes, <laughs> high five moment because you get what the kids are talking about then because there is a great sense of accomplishment when you achieve a goal in Minecraft. And now, of course, you can go off land and go into water. Yes. Exactly. And you can get those activities of the week um, on our Pinterest page, actually. There's a board called Activities of the Week, and it's Pinterest.com slash PlayCraftLearn, if you're curious. Now, with the new um, expansion, is it an expansion pack? Do we download it? How does it? How does the whole thing work? Yeah, that's a great question. It's actually an update. It's a game mm -hmm. update. So all you have to do, if you're a Windows 10 user, barely anything. You just restart the game, and the update will automatically be included. If you're a Mac OS user, you do have to download a new, uh, you do, uh, download and reinstall the game. But every all of the new features are totally free. And Trish, what advice would you have for any teacher that's looking to try the game or might be standing out there at the mm -hmm. booth going, I don't understand this? Okay. It's easy to not understand it, but your kids or your kids in your classroom have been playing this game probably since they were three or four. I have yet to meet a kid come into kindergarten who didn't come up to me and go, oh, you do Minecraft. I love Minecraft. I have lots of dogs and chickens. So <laughs> you... All you have to do is just try it. There is a tutorial world in there that even tells you how to move and how to do the controls. You can start there. You can go through the tutorial. You'll learn how to craft. The game has been changed and modified to such a way that it is so accessible to everyone now that you don't need to be afraid of the game. And a great way to build relationship with your students is to have one of your students come over and show you how it's done. I, I'm not going to let you go until you explain that one. I have lots of dogs and chickens. Right. What are we talking about here? In Minecraft, you can spawn, which means there's eggs, and you just kind of throw the egg on the ground and a dog will pop up. Well, it's actually a wolf. Oh, okay. But... And you know that, and kids know this, it seems like from a very early age, that if they give the wolf a bone, the wolf is then tamed, it has hearts that come out of it, and it follows you everywhere you go. If you put seeds on the ground, the chicken will follow you. So there are some children that their goal in life is just to be the Dr. Doolittle of Minecraft and just have a stream of animals following them across the terrain. What, what is the aquatic e equation of this? Oh, that's a, <laughs> that's a good one. Well, the dolphins are one of the yeah. crowd dolphins. favorites okay. so far. And, and they, they follow you. They, um, they set con There are rumors that they might lead you to buried treasure oh, um, under the shipwreck. Yes. 
Very, very cool. Definitely check out the great stuff. Again, uh, where can we find out more information? Yeah, go to our website, education.minecraft.net, and that's where we've got lessons, access to our mentor community, and those tutorials that Trish talked about. Education.minecraft.net. You can also find out all the great stuff over on teachercast.net slash Minecraft. We've got dozens of podcasts at this time. Tutorials, lots of great things over there as well. And, of course, on Twitter at PlayCraftLearn. Here live at the Microsoft booth at ISTE 2018, we are having such a great time. Thank you so much for listening. And again, we want to thank Sarah and Trish for being a member of our panel at ISTE. What a great time. I am so looking forward to bringing you the next two episodes. We have a great interview coming up with Mike Tolson and the Office 365 team talking about the great new features that are going to be coming out for you and your classroom this year. And then we're going to round that off by talking about STEM education and some of the great things that are happening in the STEM environment and also those fantastic brand new devices. I don't know if you guys heard, but a brand new Surface device came out this summer, and we have the scoop on that all from the ISTE conference. So stick around. You can, of course, check out the great things happening here on the podcast by going to teachercast.net slash M-I-E audio and teachercast.net slash M-I-E video to check out all the great stuff. And please subscribe over at teachercast.net slash M-I-E spotlight. A big reminder that on August 4th, Saturday, August 4th, at 9 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, the, the fantastically live back-to-school live event is going to be happening. You can check out all the great details over at educationblog.microsoft.com. And, of course, you can go over to education.microsoft.com for everything that you need. Before we sign off, I one more time want to say congratulations to everybody out there who has been accepted to the 2018-2019 MIE program. Congratulations. We want to hear from you. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at TeacherCast or leave us a voicemail over at TeacherCast.net slash voicemail. We want to hear from you and have you as a guest on this very podcast. On behalf of everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classroom and continue sharing your passions with your students.